I actually have a anyway. I can I have a confession to make this in uh, the start of this before before the music kicks in. You guys use the word cuck a lot in the group chat and I straight up don't know what it means. Cuck I assume is... it's some I assume it's something sexual, but I just I have no idea. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's just something that I've you've used it many times in the group chat, and I I assume it's something that I shouldn't really know about because it's already, you know, when you just hear a word and you just go, that sounds fucking gross. I don't really want to know what it is. That's you know, it's freaky. It's freaky deaky as soon as you know. You're just like, oh, (laughs) yeah. It's like, so a cuck or a cuckold is a is. Yeah, it's like a guy who watches his wife get fucked by another guy. Nice. <coughs> I yeah. mean, we throw we. I mean, that term is thrown around quite loosely in our group chat. Then I thought it was just like I another think word it, for being a. I think. Yeah, like socially, it's just kind of like become like little bitch. You know, like that's <laughs> that's kind of what it is. But really, uh, it's just you know, it's we should all deep, be cancelled for kink shaming. Yeah, yeah, some deep dark fantasy. I mean, that's my kink is kink shaming. That's how I got off. I think you found a loophole, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> all right, fair enough. Cool. Yeah, that that's a real loophole. Yeah, yeah. Right. Anyway, uh, welcome to episode three of Dead End Friends. Um, my name is Craig Jimson. I am your only host. This guy is also my guest. Who's your name? <laughs> I'm a huge ass. <laughs> <laughs> No, what's your actual goddamn name, bro? Who are uh, you? Seymour Butts. Seymour Butts. Butts. Uh, nice. Nice to meet uh, you. It's, it's a, an, absolute, an absolute pleasure to have you on the podcast. I've read a lot about you. Um, I mean, you've got some books out. You've got some articles out. So it's really nice to have you on. Um, yeah, thanks. I don't, I don't really know how this will go because I, I don't know anything about you. But we'll see. Yeah, I'm going to squash it. My name is Gary Gordon. That is what it is. <laughs> Just... <laughs> crushed <laughs> <laughs> immediately squashed that oh yes absolutely um, so we're on episode three uh mm-hmm. doing well so far the the numbers are are creeping we've we've got some kind of steady steady numbers steady listeners which is awesome really fucking cool yeah it's really cool and it's also a shame when we give it up like next week we just can't be bothered anymore like, oh, oh we're on the rise Ugh, do you know what <laughs> I just pure can't be bothered anymore. <laughs> I've got I'll do other it things to do. I'll do it myself. I'll sit here and and speak to no one and uh, have nobody listen to it. Because I mean, you're definitely you'll probably be the selling point out of the two of us because you have a lot of things to say, whereas I just kind of <laughs> will say things and then hope that something comes out of it. You you feed me the info. You know, yeah. like you feed me the, like the the lines, and I'm just like, okay. I think I said it to I think I said it to Sammy, where I was like, "You're the brains, and I'm the talent," <laughs> which was like an absolute <laughs> joke, but it's kind of become that way. <laughs> you 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 literally do everything, and I post maybe one time on Instagram that we have a podcast. <laughs> I'm making the beats. You're the MC. I am the Mad Lib to your MF Doom. That's what this is. God damn it. R.I.P. R.I.P. That might be. I mean, we can be the the mad villain of the podcast world. That's what we can be. <laughs> I'm into that. 
the two of us have done nothing of worth nothing of note <laughs> until now but already we are saying that we are the best that yeah. is what it is yeah we are for sure we'll we'll get there so yeah the n- numbers are kind of creeping up which is cool we still get people um sending lots of messages and stuff which is really nice i, I really like hearing from people i really like hearing because people are very good for giving us critiques as well so people will tell us certain things and and it helps us that, that is what's going to help grow it this does. thing you know we're gonna this is a, I mean, it's a learning experience for all of us you know yeah and we're just gonna sit here and and spit some shit for an hour each week but if people are kind of coming at us and telling us what they liked and didn't like then uh, it helps us make sure that we're putting out some good content you know exactly um, this is this is a collaboration now yeah you know? yeah for sure so um maybe i mean i like the idea of doing some like shout outs and stuff um for anybody that's giving us good advice and stuff but i'll kind of i'll leave that just now people can people you know who you are you know who you are who helped us out um so yeah i'm really glad that it's still people are still listening to it and enjoying it um as much as we're only three episodes in, it's not like we've fucking done anything yet. But I cool. don't don't give up yet because we are. I'm no. I'm, I know I'm kidding around and saying that we're gonna we're gonna give up, but we're not. We're we're in it. We're yeah. in it for the long haul. I mean, we're in it until at least we can do this in a room together, yeah. and then we'll see. We'll see how it goes. We'll see that. how it goes. <laughs> Just sitting in the same room. <laughs> I mean, that's creeping closer. That is actually creeping closer and closer. Like I was looking at some of the restriction changes and stuff like uh, actually it's getting to the point where like it's in the kind of foreseeable future where we might be able to do that it's just only we'll work out logistically how we're going to do it and stuff but it would just be it would just be so much fun being able to do it in a room with you like yeah it would definitely you know this is fine we have spoke mm-hmm. on the phone before this is essentially a weird phone call <laughs> <laughs> um but i think it, it wouldn't change the dynamic but you know i think like just now obviously doing it over like zoom or whatever this is like yeah it's like the whole world had to learn how to have a different type of conversation which is so mad you know like there's no natural flow anymore to these conversations that we're having because you're like you're constantly watching the other person you're like are they about to speak are they about (laughs) to interrupt me right now but like they don't know that they're about to interrupt you because they they think you're finished. Like you know, like the internet has a lag. It doesn't matter how fast your internet is. Like there's yeah. always like a second or two out. So yeah, everyone's had to just kind of like go back to go back to basics. Learn how yeah. to talk again. Learn, learn <laughs> how like to communicate. Re- yeah, like when you're in real, like like face to face, you know, like things are just so different. So it would be fun to see what happens when it's like face to face and yeah. It I is getting like, closer, you are right. It is getting very close, like, I don't know, <coughs> I don't think I've actually spoken to you since, like, the restriction stuff changed, like, have you spoken to uh, the guy who owns the barbers, like, are you guys, have you guys been given a date or anything? Um. Yeah, we've been given a date, it's like, uh, the 5th of April, so we'll see what happens. Right, okay. Yeah. Right, as it just totally depends on, <laughs> I guess it just totally depends on how people react i mean the the problem that you have is like or at least the problem that i feel like i've seen is they start putting dates on things and people immediately like jump the gun even though the date says oh it's another fucking three months before 
we could have some kind of normality back to like a lower level or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, people still just thing. jump the gun. Yeah, it, it's not even like jumping the gun, you know, like I've got my books open and that and the response has been cool. So it's nice to know that when I go back to work, I will be busy. But mm-hmm. the, the, like these dates that have been thrown around for just about everything are all dependent on whether or not like the cases go down and all that kind of stuff, yeah. you know. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm fairly confident that it will and that'll be nice. It'll be good to get back and, uh, you know, just see a bit of life kind of creeping back in. It'll yeah. Be good. Are you anxious about going back? Like, are you anxious about going back from not working um, to working again? Kind of. Um, you know, you, you get so used to to not doing anything, you know? like Yeah. I've definitely found my routine. I found my, it took me a while to find my routine last year mm-hmm. when it all started. Then I went back to work and I really struggled going back to work then. Um, spend most of the time not speaking to anyone and then you're speaking to like a hundred people a week like that's, yeah. fucking, that's insane so i've kind of i've fallen back into that trap of i'm very comfortable in my life right now and it's you know i've got my days for working out days for hanging out mm-hmm. like it's it's fine and you know I, I changed my working i changed my working hours last year so i could live a little bit more so it'll, it'll take me a wee while to adjust i'm, I'm not exactly anxious about like being in contact with people because we're really clean and like safe yeah we do everything that we're supposed to do so yeah it'll be it'll be mentally draining for the first couple of weeks but once you kind of find your feet again you'll be all right yeah it's the it's the social anxiety of it isn't it it's it's not the actual anxiety of the the virus that we've lived with it's more the social anxiety of i've almost been a recluse for a year I've been a yeah. proper hermit and now going back to, like you said, full-blown conversations with people. It's like, will my voice last a whole day? Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so strange, like, to, to go into these, like, situations again. Like, even, like, out with friends, going to, like, pubs and stuff when we could, or even just going out for dinner. Like, it was, it was odd. It just mm-hmm. wasn't what we knew it to be, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, they kept throwing the new normal around, but I guess we did fall into the new normal like quite quickly. Everyone yeah. was just kind of like, "Oh, this is life now." Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see what comes back and what doesn't come back. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think. Um, I mean, I've kind of said to uh, my work that I'm not overly interested in going back i mean i think it's more just the travel for me all of my work that i do can be done from home um i've not lost any momentum or lost any way of working working in the house and now i've set up like a proper station for me to sit at so it's like i don't really have a proper need to be in the office and i think that's going to happen for a lot of people is they're going to be like well i'm actually quite comfortable and and happy at home while i'm working as much as it's like it's tough when the kids were here obviously now luna's back at school and then and then mac will be at nursery he's in nursery two days but it's i'm just the thought of having to drive for an hour to get to my work and in an hour home oh my god it fills me with dread absolutely fills me with dread just sitting in like third gear like half an hour because of traffic i just uh, yeah i think a lot of employers have seen that productivity is up and all that kind of stuff so the uh the actual need for a like a 
our work like space is becoming less and less important you know maybe like nip into the office once a week to touch yeah. base and just kind of like here's what's going on this is it blah 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 done yeah. you know and i think that's going to be the same for for a lot of people so it'll be interesting to see how um it'll be interesting to see how the the world adapts again when things become more normal just just i keep saying more normal like like normal obviously didn't work before you know mm-hmm. like yeah yeah I think a lot of people through the through the pandemic have just like <clears throat> they've just like realized that the way that we did work before was probably quite detrimental to everyone's like mental health. Yeah. You know, the pre- the pressure that was put on everyone to like be in an office, dress up smart, be mm-hmm. a, like the professional version of themselves. Not to yeah. say that people who are working at home are not the the, the professional version of themselves, but they're definitely yeah. more laid back. They're definitely thinking more on their feet and they're just trying to do things that they think make sense for their work yeah um so i don't know i think that the only real the, the only real industries that will probably suffer coming out of it will be hospitality yeah yeah which is a shame because so man. yeah because if everyone else is having or, or everyone else has a view to like crush their hours cut them in half make sure mm. there's no one going into offices and all that it means there's more free time which means people will want to go out more so unfortunately mm. the people who work in the hospitality are either going to work more or work less shifts to account for there being more members of staff yeah so that's going to be a really weird kind of thing to keep our eyes on i guess like it'll mm. be it'll be interesting to see whether or not that does really affect people yeah yeah or just everything could just go back to exactly the way it was before. We just don't feel any difference. Imagine that. Don't appear. Do you think there'll be like a hangover from it? Do you think people will be like, oh, I missed the, I missed lockdown. <laughs> like, <laughs> it'd be so weird. Everyone just like, oh, remember the time we had six months off in a row? That was sick. <laughs> I I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. That wasn't that wasn't uh, my pandy experience. I've like both myself and Emma have had to work through the entire thing and. Um, have a a wee family at the same time, and uh, yeah, it's 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 really it's really weird how everybody's or it's not weird, but it will be interesting. That, like everybody will have their own, like you say, hangover from it. Mine will be like, yeah. oh, I can can I get a wee bit more peace, <laughs> a wee bit more, because like we'll be able to have like the kids staying over with grandparents, and we'll be able to have a wee bit more support that way. So it's like. And then Emma's quite keen on going back to the office a bit as well, so it means like there would be days where I would be in the house myself, which I I don't think I've been alone in the house since about January of last year. It was probably the last wow. time I was alone in this house. There's always been somebody here, just because there has to be, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. So it w- it will be really it will be really interesting to hear everybody's kind of stories after after the fact, almost just like how different everyone's situation has been yeah it's 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 been really strange i wonder um what's the best way to say it i wonder if it'll be like an instant thing is what i think i'm saying like whether or not people will be like slowly but surely reintroducing themselves to society or whether yeah. they're just gonna go take me now you know like <laughs> i'm here i'm ready yeah <laughs> i don't know yeah 
Uh, it'll be a weird one. It'll be a weird one to see, but I think we will all be glad when it's over. We will all be glad when things can get back. Things I'm not going to say back to normal. When things are the new normal again, um, because there's only like there's only so much you can do. Like everybody I I tend to speak to when I'm like if I'm dropping the kids off at at school or nursery or something, it's like it's the same conversation you're having with these people every day because yeah. nothing is changing we're all just stuck in this like static four walls this is what we've dealt with for the past year nothing has really changed <clears throat> so getting some different conversation out of people will also be nice but right now it's just like oh yeah so the weather eh that's about it that's all you get did you watch <laughs> did you watch the rugby at the weekend did i fuck man of course i didn't why i've got really into rugby by the oh, way of course you have of course you have, man. You bought like <laughs> so you get mountain boots. You got your little fucking like hiking Julie or whatever you call them. Now you're in a rugby, bro. <laughs> Look, you are a forty year old now. Rugby is a really, really intense sport. <laughs> I don't, I don't know any of the rules, <laughs> <clears throat> but I enjoy it. Yeah. Well, I mean. I, I've been betting on it, and I've won a little bit of money on it, so that makes me like anything. If I'm uh, well, I mean, you could like like Iranian basketball because you can bet on it. Can you bet on Iranian basketball? I'm pretty sure I've bet on an Iranian basketball game before. Yes. <laughs> well, <laughs> but no, the rugby's it's been good. Scotland aren't that bad, which is always fun. I wouldn't know. I think I've watched one since it's been on. I think I watched some of the Wales and France game the other day. I think that's about it. Oh, you watched some of it? Yeah. The ending was honestly the most intense, like, five minutes of my entire life. <laughs> it was insane. I, I had watched... money on it. Oh, did you? I, so I, I, I had money on, like, the three games that day. I had, like, money on uh, Scotland, Italy, Ireland, England, and then Wales, France. Uh-huh. So I needed Scotland to win, I needed Ireland to win, and then I needed Wales to win. Was... <laughs> so we were watching it, and it was mad intense. And, yeah. like, um, like, my partner's flatmate was like, oh, are you going to be upset if you lose money here? And I was like, no. Because this game has been insane. So it ended up like like France won. Like they got a try in extra time or whatever, yeah. overtime, whatever they call it. Yeah. And um, I was just like, Jesus, well, I don't even care because that was like the most amped up I've felt in forever watching yeah. sports, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, like, I went on to like the betting app just to check to see what was going on, like just to make sure I definitely lost my money. <laughs> and uh, there was like 90 quid sat in my account. I was like... Oh. What? What, was that what happened there? So what I think happened is like the, the 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 bet had like an extra time, extra chance thing on it. Right. So I think like when like regulation time ended, Wales uh. were winning. Um, ah. So like they've just like <laughs> like cashed out, give me money. Yeah, and then like Wales lost, and I was just like, well, I've won twice because I just got <laughs> to watch a really good game of rugby. <laughs> And I won money. Perfect. Straight into the holiday fund for whenever they let me off this fucking island. Can't wait. Where would you go? Where's the, uh, where's the, already... uh, the first? So you're looking at you're looking online. First place you look at for flights. What? Where? 
Uh, so we already spoke about it. We'd like to go to Berlin. Oh, nice. Um, and then we want to do... So three days in Berlin, uh-huh. a day traveling. We want to get the train so that we can kind of go through all the scenery and cool. uh, then end up in Paris and then do a couple of days there. Obviously. 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 Like, I have... I have never met a man who lives in paris but doesn't live in paris you're the only man i've ever met <laughs> shut the fuck up man like, <laughs> honestly i'm sick of this every single day you're just like oh you're the most french guy i know i'm like ah piss off just because i like a wee i like a croissant you know and looking what's it called get a croissant a croissant is that how you say it i have fucking no idea in no, they say, croissant. they say croissant. croissant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Croissant. <laughs> but I'm actually not French, so I'm just like proving. It's like, <laughs> this is me like proving to myself that I am a normal person by saying croissant. <laughs> That's a croissant, eh? So you had to think about saying croissant. So you've just outed yourself in your head. You said croissant, but you filtered it and went cro- cro- a croissant. A croissant. I'll have a croissant. <laughs> Por favor, which is Spanish. <laughs> so European. Unreal, man. So so you would do Berlin for a couple of days. That's a, a place that I've never actually been is, is Berlin. I don't even I've think I've never, ever been to Germany. I've never been either. Nah. Never been either. Um, but but Shanna loves it. Yeah. So um, she wants to show me around there. She, she's not really done any of the touristy things. She's not like big on that. Uh-huh. Um, but... I will make that happen because I yeah. want to see the touristy things. Yeah, for sure. No, the Berlin only wall. the only the only real thing I want to see in Berlin is um, the Ramones Museum. Nice, that would be sick. I think that'd be really cool. Yeah. Um, and then you'd like get the train like from yeah. Germany to to France, like. So where does that fucking where does that go through? Uh, I'm pretty sure it goes like through like the Alps and all that. Let me open up a map. A map. Let me get my atlas. Uh, while you're doing that, I'll just I'll talk over just so we're not having some dead space. There's actually really well, there's cool no dead there's no dead space because I've already got it. So fucking hell, man. I don't know how. Look, I don't know how long you thought that was going to take. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Kyle up here. <laughs> Nothing goes fast in my house. There's actually a really sick a uh, vinyl shop in Berlin that I've always is wanted it, to go is to. It- is it Gore-Tex or Cortex or something? No, Gore-Tex is what you have inside of a bear cost jacket. That's what keeps you dry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sure. I'm sure there's a place called Cortex. Oh, is it? I don't know. No, the place that I know of is called HHB. Heard... Oh, that's not the one. I... There's two that that's I've cool. heard of. One, uh-huh. one has like their own craft beer. The other one has like their own craft coffee or obviously coffee, whatever. They... Naturally, obviously. <laughs> naturally. Um, so I don't know. I don't know which way the train goes because I am. Um, I'm, get a compass. I don't work on the, tra- don't compass, work on the trains. No, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like so, like, because Germany has a has a border with Paris, uh, with France, with Paris. So yeah, yeah with Paris, Paris with France, Paris with France. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> shut up. Uh, so I don't know whether it would go like the long way around. If it goes the long way, it'd go through like Switzerland and shit, which would be sick. that would be sick. Um and. But then it could go through Belgium. I don't know. Either way, I think I'm going to be real happy. Yeah. With like, uh, with like seeing like the mountains and stuff, because that's really why I want to do it. I imagine it would just be beautiful. Like, oh, gorgeous! It'd be really cool. 
And then, let's say, three days in Paris, and I can show her around, show her the spots. Yeah, so she's taking mm. you to her uh, European stomping ground, and then you're taking her to your European stomping ground. Yes. That's, that's pretty sick. That is pretty sick. I mean, we went to, me and Emma went to Paris for my 21st. Sorry, oh, hold on, hold go, on, go, hold on. Go. You're calling me the most French guy. <laughs> yeah. Tell tell me, my friend. Yeah. What do you have tattooed on you? <laughs> you have the Eiffel Tower tattooed on you. Don't even go there. I mean, I mean, see, at this point, you can't really tell. It could be the Blackpool Tower, for all we know. They're the same thing. <laughs> I can't believe I've been taking like proper ribbons off you for months, years, years about being the most French guy. Yeah, and there you are. Yeah, but isn't there. that isn't this the most non-French thing to have a tattoo of the Eiffel Tower? Can you find me a French person or a person from Paris that has an Eiffel Tower tattoo? That would be like somebody in Glasgow having the Glasgow Science Centre Tower tattooed on their leg. That would be kind of cool. But also, no. No. <laughs> because because when I was in Paris, I didn't see one person with tattoos. I don't know where they live. Like, I don't know where the French goths hang out. I was eh, like, where's the moshers? Just in Notre Dame. Just inside Notre Dame. Just inside in the, it. <laughs> in the bell tower. Yeah. Just them in Quasimodo. Yeah, man. No, I'm, sure, I'm sure we went to an area, like, not far from the... Notre Dame, but it was like I was like that was the West End part of Paris. I feel like we went to that was like I felt like I was in like fucking Hillhead Book Club every time I just walked down the street. There was like an American <laughs> apparel and shit, like proper wee fucking uh, specialized coffee shops and shit. Yeah, I have so no the, idea what the area was called, but it'll be the it'll be the Latin Quarter, like the Latin Quarter is just over the water. Um, so you got like Pont Neuf and Pont Neuf. Then, like, <laughs> You cross, you cross, uh, cross over the water. Oh, you cross on, you cross on with some cheese. <laughs> you cross over the water. <laughs> no, you, you... <laughs> the most French man, you cross <laughs> Oh, you kill me, you man! Cross, you absolutely kill you, me. You cross over the water. Yeah. And, um, there's actually a really great wee coffee shop like just on the other side of the water called yeah. Shakespeare and Company. Or Shakespeare and Brothers or something like that. Of course. So it is a it is a bookshop. Um but oh, then it's got like a it's got like a wee cafe thing. And uh, you can sit outside and have your wee coffee and like just over there is uh, Notre Dame. It's class. Um, and the smallest cups as well. The coffee's always come in such little cups. Yeah. Um I went in and like I always do the same thing whenever I'm like in Paris, like you know, like they like you to try a little bit. Yeah. So like you know, I, I, me and my pigeon scratch French went in. It's like, oh, <laughs> bonjour. And like, <laughs> uh, I can't even remember how to say, do you speak English? <coughs> parlez-vous anglais? Parlez-vous anglais? Parlez-vous yeah. anglais? So I, I'd go in and I'd like say that to them, and uh, <laughs> but in, but instantly I would follow up with like, hello, do you speak English? <laughs> like so that they so that they could either go. Yes, in French, and answer me in French, or just go, ah, oh, this guy is English, or from speaks English, and can speak to me in the language that I know. Yeah. So I went into this wee place, gave them my best French, 
and like the girl behind the, the counter and like the thickest brummy accent you've ever heard <laughs> in your entire life was just like what can i get for you and i was like no <laughs> i tried so hard <laughs> just that was a great spot. you walked in sounded yeah. like a fucking muppet and it just totally backfired <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> And then there's another wee place around the corner, like same yeah. like area called Circus Bakery, which does the best cinnamon buns I've ever had in my entire life. Ooh, I do like a cinnamon bun. Went in, gave oh, it was just so expensive. Went mm. in, gave them like the usual spiel, and uh, it was just an American accent hits me on the other side, and I was like, <laughs> "Fuck me, man!" That place, I got, I got a, a cinnamon bun, and I got a a coffee with milk you know like not a flat white but a coffee with milk because that's what they called it a latte um kind of but like yeah. not it was in between like a flat white size and like a like a latte cool um and it cost me 16 euros oh 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 <laughs> 16 euros why <laughs> it was five you five euros 40 for the coffee right and then like like six euros for the cinnamon bun Jesus! I went two days in a row. <laughs> Couldn't even help myself. <laughs> I mean, that's like there's a wee place down the street from us that we are we are so like we've fallen their trap. I can't remember what it's called now. It's like right down the street. There's always a queue outside it. I can't remember the name. I'm not going to shout them out. They have enough business. But what big big bear? Aye, I'll bleep it out. It's fine. Fuck them. I don't want to give them business now. <laughs> <laughs> um, You're the, the shittiest guy. I know. I, know, I yeah. What was that fucking scene? They cinnamon have buns, cinnamon they, buns. Get back on track. They have some delicious cinnamon buns, and there was another thing that they did for a while. I can't remember what it was, but that was the same kind of thing. You walk in and you're like, "Oh, can I just have like uh, a couple of that, a couple of that?" And then you're you're walking out with like a, a kind of wee brown baggie, and you just spent like fucking twenty five quid on pastries, and you're like, ah, well, cool. I, See you tomorrow. I went with I went with you that one day, and I got I got Shannon and a flatmate some stuff, and I got I got like two slices of Kranken cake. Yeah, and it cost so much money. It was delicious, <laughs> but it cost so, so much money. I know, man. But they also do these fucking gnarly like confetti cakes i remember getting one for emma's birthday a couple of years ago and oh my god man i've never had a cake better than that it was so good aye it's a cool place that is a cool place i like that wee shop it's really cool i'll go back from being shitty called big bear bakery very good stuff <laughs> very cool people that, that work in it as well so it's it's a cool little place um yeah so we went to we went to paris for my 21st which was Seven years ago now. <laughs> don't. I don't want to be old. I hate it so much. So seven seven years ago, me and Emma, me and Emma had only been together for about a year at this point. Um, and we went to Paris. Uh, and so we did like the proper touristy things though. Like we went to the Eiffel Tower. We went to Notre Dame. We went to Sacré-Cœur. You know, the big church up on the top of a yeah, the fucking giant hill so it's, it's of beautiful. a massive hill it's I mean, on Montmartre like it's massive like it's I mean it's I would have enjoyed it <clears throat> more if I wasn't so tired I got to the top and I was just like I'm, I'm knackered when you go and then there was like a little Irish pub like just down the hill a little bit from it so yeah like, Corcoran's yeah 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 <laughs> that's the one wait 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 you you walked up the hill to go to it 
Yeah. There was like a vernacular thing. You could just like get in it. I know, but like walking. When I went, you know, like you know the little like tourist train thing. (laughs) Yeah. I got that. (laughs) (laughs) Did you have? Did they give you like a little jacket or anything? Like a little waistcoat? No, no, no. They didn't give you any of that kind of stuff. But it was just like it was like giving you like a a little like audio tour like on the way up. Yeah. Um, and it was just like playing like accordion music and stuff. I was like. This is the soundtrack I imagined when like I was like, oh, I'm going to Paris. <laughs> you just thought that they just played it in speakers, just all throughout <laughs> the, the, Paris. <laughs> <laughs> the last time, the last time I went to Sacre Coeur, um, I tried to find the tried to find the crypt. So there's like a crypt underneath. Yeah, it. yeah. And I wanted to see all the the the, the graves, the um, bones. Went through the like went downstairs to this bit. You had to pay money to get in the like in the bit to yep. go into it or what i thought was it so i paid seven euros um got there pressed the thing got through the like the turnstile thing and then it was like only stairs going up the way <laughs> i was like what like crypts underneath surely yeah. so like there was stairs and we, we climbed it <laughs> it was like 300 steps up the way uh, we uh, so we ended up not seeing the crypt. We spent uh, the money to go upstairs to the viewing platform on the right, top. Okay. The, and the like viewing a, platform at the top of a hill that you've just climbed. Like, is that the view? Banging, yeah, up? banging views. Back, but, oh man, the views up here were way better. They were yeah. absolutely amazing. It was unreal. Absolutely unreal. Worth it, but... Not what you were looking for. Wasn't the dead bodies I was looking for. Yeah, <laughs> I remember we had the we had the idea of trying to find what's that guy from the doors? Isn't his grave? Jim Morrison. Isn't yeah, it's his in Pearl Lachey. Yeah, I I went and saw it. Um it was actually really cool. We we saw quite a few. <laughs> there was a guy there though who'd like clearly made it like bucket list like check off like oh, go damn. to go to Jim Morrison's grave and like just stand there with his fucking deep V neck T shirt and his fucking <laughs> What do you call them? He's, he's beads. <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, you suck so much. It's and he stood there here. with like his phone, like he had his phone just like right here, like next to his face, just blaring the the, the doors. <laughs> oh like, Jesus! Suck, man. What there's song? Also, there's like a tree. I think it was at the end. I was just like, ah, oh, oh, worse. I know. I know. Uh, <laughs> it was just like Riders on the Storm. I'd be yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> But there's a there's a tree next to his grave uh-huh. where people have just put like uh, like chewing gum. Eee! <laughs> yeah, it's fucking bogging. That's but so gross. Yeah, we wandered around like that. That graveyard is huge. A cemetery yeah. is huge. Like we saw. I wanted to go see Oscar Wilde's tomb, yeah. so I saw that. Um, people would like kiss the glass round about it and throw in, like the copies of. Uh, like Oscar Wilde, you know he's a big romantic. It's sound. Um, who else did we saw? We see we saw Frederick Chopin. Oh, has great Chopin, the uh, Polish composer. Edith, Edith Piaf, so hers. Edith Piaf, no way, man! I didn't know she was in there. Yeah. yeah. Gloria, Gloria. I think that was it. Eh? <laughs> a little bit of Edith Piaf for you. Cool man. Uh, yeah, so we saw all them. The. The the little like town that surrounds Perlachet is the most depressing place I've ever been. Oh, for real? It is 
literally just funeral parlors. <laughs> like, there's nothing else. <laughs> like, they, knew, they knew their business. <laughs> just all hearses parked down the street. <laughs> yeah. Nah, it's cool. Uh, it's, uh, it was a good walk. Yeah. Yeah. I, was, I remember, like, walking around because you can type the graves into Google Maps and, like, it directs you. Like, you got a pen. So I just remember, like, yeah, like, walking around, just, like, dropping pins just so I could get directions <laughs> to see big, big Jimmy Moss's fucking grave. <laughs> That's mad. Yeah, it was, it's definitely worth it. Yeah, yeah. It seems like it, it was something that we, we didn't do because we were just like, I'm fucking knackered, can't even bother. What? I can't even remember. There was nothing. I mean, the kid, the thing that stands out the most about going to, going to Paris for me was we went to see the man, the myth, the legend, Michael Bublé in Paris when he played. It was like wow. the Olympia. Big the Olympia, The Olympia Stadium or something it was called. I can't even remember. And uh, I just remember being like, people go to Paris to go to like Disneyland and all this shit. And I was like, no, nah, I'm going to Paris. I'm going to see Michael fucking Bublé. <clears throat> Big Mick Bob. Becky I used Bob's. to... I used to work with two guys like when I worked at the call center. I was in like the training bit. <clears throat> I was doing my training, and they were the ones teaching us how to scam people out of money. Um, <laughs> and I remember like, so you did like a couple of weeks of training like on the phones within their wee center. Um, so there was like a couple of groups in at the one time, and uh, they would always just like not pick on, but like speak to one girl, and they'd always be like, oh, "You, you, you." You properly remind me of someone. <laughs> the girl would always be like, "Oh, what?" And like, oh, you, you look like Mick Bub, <laughs> and they'd always be like, "Who's Mick Bub?" Like, "Oh, Michael Bublé." <laughs> Didn't matter. Like, if this girl did not look like Michael Bublé at all, <laughs> they just always like, "You look like Michael Bublé," and it just got them through the day. And I wonder what they're doing now. Yeah, yeah. You wonder who, what poor soul they are torturing now. <laughs> <laughs> That's just made man. me laugh. There was always like a radio playing in the background as well. And like if you weren't on a call and Ed Sheeran was on the radio, if you <laughs> sang Ed Sheeran, they would like, the next time you were on the phone, they would like stand round about you. Like they'd get a couple of people like stand around you <laughs> and like just make fun of you. And like they had like toy guns that they would like shoot off like round about you just to try and distract you while you were like trying to do your work. <laughs> it's like I should be in the set of workaholics, man. It was a good time. Yeah, I think you you do hear a lot of those stories. A lot of people that talk about working in a call center, they ge- genuinely most ninety percent at least are like, it's fucking horrible, horrible. It's thing. depressing. But so you then got you to get do something. St- but then you get stories like that, and you're like, yeah, but those stories are good. So you just keep them coming, you know. But like the difference is, they never had to go on the phones, so like their life was easy. Like, <laughs> after after you left their like nice wee center. Yeah. You were on the proper floor with a real manager who hated you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it was just not fun after that. Yeah. I hated that job. I actually had a I had a, a phone interview for a call centre. So after so straight out of high school I got a job and I worked there for I think I was there for like six years. And 
I kind of I was like ah oh, I need to find something else like I've done this for too long and it's it's just not for me so I was like I'll just start applying around try and get something better it was just after it wasn't long after Luna was born as well so I was like I need I need more money <laughs> I have child I need <laughs> yeah. more fucking money um I've got mouths to feed <laughs> I'm sure it was with like an insurance company and it was like a call center job and I was just like when I was applying for stuff I was just like any job's a job I, I just need something and I remember the day of the interview, it was a phone interview, and I just remember having that thought of like, I don't want to work in a fucking call centre. I actually don't think I can do it. And like the fear, I I- the fear properly set in, and I like couldn't do the interview because I couldn't get that thought out of my head. I ended up not doing the interview. I couldn't see you working in a call centre at all, man. Like you would fucking hate it so much like, I, just, I don't answer the phone to anyone never mind try and phone other people and then trying to sell people shit like try to sell people insurance or whatever it was oh my god i i don't think i i wouldn't have had that job for long if i had got it i either would have left or i would have been fired because i would have <clears throat> just yeah fucking hung up on people yeah, I don't think you you would not survive in that environment whatsoever. Eating alive. Not even eating alive. I just think that uh, you wouldn't have the patience for it. Yeah, there is that. Yeah, it's not for you, man. That's fine. I'm glad I didn't. I, I ended up getting a different job, and I was in that job for a good couple of years before I moved to where I am now. And all these things, they, they they build you up, man. Like they build you up in your in your confidence and in your skills. Like I remember around about the same time of the kind of insurance debacle of the the phone call interview. That was when um, I I remember I can't remember who I was speaking to about it because it was it was that long ago now. But I remember speaking to somebody about like <coughs> my confidence has never I've never had super high confidence. It, well, I mean, after the story, you'll understand that I do. But about around this time was like I was really struggling with confidence and stuff. Like I didn't really have it. Um, I wasn't very good with like talking to people I didn't know, and and I always felt very self conscious about things. And um, mm-hmm. I started listening. I started listening to. Do you know the podcast Tiger Belly with Bobby Lee and Kalila? Yeah, yeah. I started listening to that, and I think it was around that time that they had just started, so it was quite knew they'd only got a couple of episodes in and i just remember listening to bobby lee telling a story about his like he was the same he was dead shit they like didn't look at himself in a good way he had dead super low self-esteem <clears throat> and he just said something like one day i just decided fuck it i i am the way i am and that's just not going to change and for some reason that just like clicked something in my head completely yeah. shifted something in my head where I was just like why am I so worried about how people see me why am I so worried about how people are perceiving me when I can't change anything about that I can't change the way they feel and I shouldn't waste my time trying to change that exactly because that's if you were to change it wouldn't be you you know yeah. like and I know like changing yourself a little bit to become that person who doesn't give a fuck is changing yourself mm-hmm. but it's not it's just like it's taking that part of your personality and just making it bigger you yeah. know it's not a change it's just uh you're just expanded on a feeling that's already there 
Yeah, and it's taken out the, it's taken out the the kind of detrimental thoughts as well. It's just, I mean, I still have. I, I can't say I'm the most confident person ever. Like, obviously, everybody has their own self doubt and 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 when they have like knocks in their confidence and stuff. But I still remember just how. I th- I, the other thing that obviously helped that was like having a kid. I think after we had our first, you just stop. You really do. It's a very cliche, but you do stop caring about what people think of you because you're just like, I don't need to, to worry about that because I literally need to keep this thing alive. That is my <laughs> that is my job yeah. now is keeping this fucking child alive. So it's like you kind of those thoughts kind of go out of your head because you've just not got time for it, and then that becomes like you're normal where you're just like don't really give a shit what people think of me it's like the story that i was saying in the first episode i think it was where like certain people i worked with that i work with every day now and they're like essentially my like good workmates that didn't particularly like me when i first came in and it was because of the way i presented myself and i'm not i wouldn't change that i wouldn't change the way i put myself forward i'm not gonna alter how i put myself across to suit somebody else that was the big thing for me as i think i kind of was good at morphing my personality a wee bit to suit people rather than suiting myself so it's about just stopping saying no to yourself start saying yes to yourself not yes man i've not gone down your route of me and duncan are yes ben it is just that like just having the confidence of knowing how you feel and knowing what's in your own mind and then not having a problem with people knowing that yeah and i guess like with my job part of being like part of part of like being a barber is being being a bit of a social chameleon you know um you kind of got to know your audience a little bit like you can have certain conversations with some people and then other ones. At its core, the the views and and the way I speak are are still very much me. You know, like yeah, the thoughts that are coming out of the, my mouth are the ones that I have. Um, but you know, you can change the conversation and all that kind of stuff. Like just to, just to, just to suit a little bit because it's only half an hour. Fuck them. Like I don't care. Like that that <laughs> half an hour. Like. I'll be your best pal as long as you give me 25 quid at the end of it, you know, like, <laughs> we can talk about whatever you want to talk about, I'll yeah. be the guy you want me to be, but I will 100%, um, you know, like, call you out for being a crappy person. Yeah. If if I feel that you are being a crappy person, but, you know, if you want to talk about football for half an hour, I can talk about football for half an hour, you know? Yeah. If you want to talk about movies, I can listen to you talking about movies because i've seen about five (laughs) um like but outside of that i'm definitely like we just spoke about it yesterday like i've become a little bit more comfortable like just the last year yeah um you know i just went out yesterday looking the way i looked because i was like ah fuck it i feel comfortable like yeah i'm gonna go walk wearing my leather clogs because yeah because i can you know because you can exactly it's just it's just that like I want to do it. It feels good yeah. when I do it. Then why shouldn't I? Obviously, you, it's like a fine line you need to you need to uh, walk so you don't start like fighting with people because you feel like it. But um, <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, I think uh, I remember. I can't just remember <laughs> how I got onto that and what my point was actually going to be. But um, you were talking about having no confidence. Yeah, I don't know where that came from. That was just totally out of the fucking blue. That just came into my head. I don't actually know how we got there. <laughs> oh, we were talking about work. Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah, we were talking about work. Yes. So the reason that I Jesus. am, the the reason that I had the doubts on the insurance job was because at that point was when my confidence started turning and I was like I kind of know like I think I was self-aware of like I couldn't do that job just based on what I where my skills are and thankfully yeah what you knew about yourself yeah and thankfully I did end up getting another job and again that kind of built up my confidence a a wee bit more in my, my skills and stuff um (laughs) <laughs> I don't really, I, I don't really know where that was going, but <coughs> we got, we got there. <coughs> Fuck. But yeah, uh, the big one's definitely big one for me. I know it wouldn't be for the same for everyone, but the big one for me and my confidence was definitely, definitely having kids. Like you don't, you just stop worrying about people because of how much shit you have to touch, how much actual literal poop you have to touch as a child. You just stop <laughs> caring what people think. It was like, what was yeah. it, two weeks ago? Was it two weeks ago where I fucking sent you that picture where, like, Mac, my youngest, just stood in the middle of the living room and just took a fat shit on the floor? <laughs> yeah, just dropped it just oh. straight in the living room. <laughs> Perfect. That's your life, man. You know, I'm glad it's not mine. <laughs> it's something else, man, honestly. But that definitely, you stop worrying about kind of trivial things when your life revolves around cleaning shit off of another human being. Man, you make it sound so good. <laughs> I'm hoping I'm selling it to other people. <laughs> the cult of parenthood. I love it. <laughs> That's good stuff, man. It's a good time. It's a. I do love your kids, though. Like, I think you, you definitely have changed since you had the kids. Yeah. Um. Which is obviously just natural, but you you went from being not reckless, but you were very impulsive when you were younger. Yeah. Um. To maybe being a little bit more level headed. Yeah. Not so much that you're not impulsive because you still definitely are. <laughs> um, Examples. But it's like. Examples. But it's like. Don't do this. <laughs> it's like it's it's not. <laughs> It's not big changes you've made, you know? Like, you're not, like, just, like... Because you would just shave your head before, you know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. You would just, like, oh, fuck it, I, I'm going to shave my head. Now your hair's down to, like, your shoulders, and now it takes you six months to ask me for a haircut, you know? <laughs> you start dropping hints, you're like, oh, my hair's getting so <laughs> long. Oh, it's just getting in the way. And then you'll message me, and you'll be like, oh, right, okay. Whereas before, you would just, like, you know, gone, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. wouldn't even hesitate. Yeah. Even down to like things like drinking, you wouldn't drink. You don't. You don't drink as much now as maybe you did when you were younger because yeah. you physically can't anymore. Like yeah. you're, you you can't do the hangovers, and I can't imagine doing hangovers with two kids. You know, like oh, we this, we, this is, we have a we have a video. I think Emma's got it. There's a video of me. I went out for a couple of pints. Genuinely, I didn't even drink that much. That's how fucking bad my tolerance is now. I had like four pints. I mean, I was drinking 
Joker, which is I think is pretty high. So I think I had about four pints. I was in the old hairdressers with a couple of guys I hadn't seen for a while. And there's this video of me lying on the couch in our old flat and I'm so fucking burst. And it's just a video of wee Luna. She must only be about two in this video and she's sitting <laughs> brushing my hair. <laughs> and I'm just like, thank you. Thank you. I'm just, <laughs> just so chock white. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure I'm actually just on the couch, just in my wife fronts, nothing else on, because I'm just drenched in sweat, proper hangover sweats from did fucking happen, four pints. Did that happen when you became a dad that you started wearing wife fronts? Because I've always not that I found it weird, but like for for a long time I'd known that you wear like briefs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did um, that happen when you became a dad? Does that is that like a, just a change that happened, or did you just go? Ah, do you know what budgie uh, smugglers it, it is? It, well, I don't think there was like a a point where I made the choice. I think I was just like in a shop one day having to buy new underwear, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna try a wee pair of wife fronts. Fuck it, just a pair of pants, a pair just... of proper pants, big boy pants as I call them. Um, big boy pants. I don't have any now. They all got holes in them, and I had to throw them out. <laughs> and I, I didn't buy any Perfect. more since. But um, <laughs> no, there was there wasn't like a like I'm a dad now. I need to start wearing wearing pants, and I need to buy more than than one belt, and and I need to think about these things. Like I don't even have a pair of fucking sunglasses. I don't think about that kind of stuff. It was an impulse thing for sure. You should get yourself a, a pair of sunglasses. I really need to like see, especially for driving. See, because I'm a I'm yeah. a specky man. And then there was a, there was a point I had I used to have these like really fucking massive sunglasses. They Luna snapped them in half, funnily enough. But um, I used to put them on over my glasses when I was driving. So <laughs> I'm just thinking about it now. So the sunglasses were like an inch in front your of face. my face because <laughs> they had to sit over my actual glasses because I couldn't take my glasses off. Because if I do that. I'm going to drive into a wall. So, put the sunglasses on over the top. And I just remember thinking, like, people must look into my car when I'm at traffic lights and just be like, what the fuck is on that guy's face? But I think that is a thing, though, because I did that as well before I got, like, prescription ones. Like, yeah. But I, I bought, like, a pair of, like, really crappy, like, misery signal glasses. Like, Ooh. sunglasses. I, I, it is years ago i bought a couple of the t-shirts off their merch store and i was like sunglasses hello <laughs> so they had like they were like wayfarer style but they yeah. had like orange legs that just said misery signals on the obviously. side obviously they were pretty dope to be fair yeah. like I, I loved them um but i couldn't see if i wore them so i had to like <laughs> i had like little square glasses at the time yeah i, re- I remember I those just, glasses yeah i wore them underneath and yeah. then i just had them over the top <laughs> And then I didn't get prescription sunglasses up until, funnily enough, the first time I went to Paris, what was that, like three years ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got them and then went. I really should. I really should, man. Like, just for... It'll change your life. I mean, the, th- the like, thing is, it's just like, we fucking, we live in Scotland and we get sunshine for like a week. So it's, uh, it's just, it doesn't bother me that much. But I think it was... You know I that's mean, a lie. I know. You, you know that's a lie. You're trying oh. to like talk yourself out of it. Because <laughs> I'm just like, a it's been sunny. ass bitch. It's been sunny for so long now. Oh, and even when it's so not sunny. Nice. This is the other thing. Like Even when it's not that sunny now, I still change into my sunnies. Um, just cause, because I wear them so often, I think my eyes have like just like 
became really sensitive to light. <laughs> I can't do the glare. So like I just have to like f- like change out every now and then, which is annoying. Well, I mean, it's like the time now co- I wear I wear sunnies. It's cause you wear them, and it's also probably because of the fact that your room is like the inside of a him album cover. It's it is. so it is. dark. It is. It, it, it's a cave. I, I live in a cave. <laughs> um, but again, this is just the mistakes that I'm living with. You know, like. 14 year old me wanted a black and purple room so 28 year old me has dealt with that <laughs> for 14 years yeah yeah just buy paint do you know why Be- man do you know how many coats of paint it would take to get this oh, off of course it's black I even thought and that. i have i have got so much furniture in this room like this is the biggest room in my mum and dad's house um, flex but it wouldn't you wouldn't know because it feels really small because of the walls and I've filled it with lots of furniture. <laughs> so I'd have to take all this furniture out and yeah. then there's nowhere else for the furniture to go. There yeah. is ways of doing it probably, but also I'm hopefully going to buy a house soon. Yeah, so that's true. That's true. I'll I know. deal with it. I know. Yeah. And at least now knowing that you can spread your one room of furniture over an entire house, <laughs> you can spread it out over exactly. an entire yeah, flat. More should, than one room. Should be good. It'll actually be able to breathe a little bit. But that's, that's yeah, fucking that's, that's, that, that is so mad like there will come a point soon where you won't live in your like your childhood home yeah and it's 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 strange because like i've been ready for a long time you know to move out it's just circumstance hasn't yeah really allowed that to happen yeah um like i was ready a good few years ago now like five odd years ago I, even before that i was ready um yeah it just again circumstance didn't allow um, so now I'm at a point where I'm like, right, okay, cool. And I'm also at a point now where I've, it, it, it feels good to know that I've managed to save up enough money to buy a place rather than just like rent out. Like, yeah, man. Not, like that renting's, not that renting's a bad thing, you know, but you're just paying off someone else's mortgage when you could get yourself one. Yeah. And because I've, I've lived at home, I've not really got myself in any sort of like financial troubles. So mm-hmm. it should be quite easy for me to get, or it is going to be quite easy for me to get a mortgage and, just kind of live a, a nice wee cushy life. Yeah, man. But and it's it, but the the thing that's the thing that's in the back of my head is just like you've been you've you've lived with your family your entire life, and you're getting yeah. out at twenty eight. Like I think I can't remember how old I was when I moved out. I think I was eighteen or nineteen when I moved out of my folks. Um. So I, it's just it's a it, it just feels like a very big thing. I don't know. I might it might not to you, but to me it no, does. No, I, I mean it is, but I'm I'm you know me. I'm, I'm quite an independent person anyway. Yeah. Um, I quite enjoy doing things on my own and like you know I'm I, I can cook, I can clean, I can do all the things that an adult should do. <laughs> and I was just I'm fucking, I'm ready for it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it would be it would have been good to do it a couple of years ago. But just never works out. No, no. Yeah, man. Stuff like that just doesn't work out. Like, I mean, the first time I moved out, I lived in the living room of somebody else's flat, and I paid them like a hundred pound a month just to stay in their living room. (laughs) And I think I was there. Dreadful. Well, I was pretty bad. Like, I didn't mind it that much because I was still young and I was like close to town, and it was a point where I was like, I was drinking a lot and going out a lot. Um. But there was like there was some nights where the the people I lived with, two of them there was four of us that lived in that house and two of them worked in a call center, 
I think they both worked in the same call center actually, and they would do like shifts. So some nights they would be working, yeah. like, at night. So they would get up at like six in the evening or something, and then they Jeez. would come into the living room where I was. I mean, I don't, I don't maybe sit watch TV and stuff, but then they would start playing like fucking some bullshit game on the Wii, and they would be there until like fucking one in the morning. And then I've got to get up for work at like seven because I I worked a nine to five, so that 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 grew. That that got shitty really quick, really yeah, quick to the point where I was just like, I cannot fucking do this. But then one of the guys he moved back home, um. So I got claim of the room, and then the couple that I was living with fucked off to Govan Hill, and left me with a house to myself. And then I had another person move in, and I think we made it about three weeks. And I was like, "Nope, cannot do this," because that was uh, there was like people sleeping on my floor and shit every other night, just like bringing yeah. people back. And it was just like the the place turned into like a fucking pit. And I was just like, "I can't fucking live here, cannot live here." And that's the thing about like me moving out at this age. Like I kind of like hearing all the stories that my friends have had over the years about mm-hmm. like living with flatmates and stuff like mm-hmm. kind of solidified to me that i didn't want that i just yeah. didn't want to live with people like yeah i didn't like, i don't like think f- I, I had i don't think i really have like good flatmate stories all of them kind of didn't end well <laughs> if i'm being honest like yeah. it was um i mean i lived with i think i moved in me and emma moved in together in 2000 and Four, 14 i think it was 2014 we moved in together and i moved out of my mom and dad's place in 2012 2012 yeah about 2012 so for a good two years i was living with flatmates and uh yeah, yeah. <laughs> none of it ended well i don't speak to any of those people anymore <laughs> basically yeah you jumped around quite a lot like back then yeah yeah i was in quite a lot of different houses one of them was a brothel that i didn't know about that was a yeah. that was a fucking that was a thing. I I'm still I still don't understand to this day how I didn't fucking know that it was a proper brothel. It was in the papers and everything. It was all yeah, over the like papers. Yeah, like flats flats still come up all the time in that place. Like, cause like when I was like, like still looking, you you can see loads, and I was like, they were nice flats, but also drug dealers. Yeah. Brothel. <laughs> I mean, don't know how comfortable I'd feel. Oh, you were in that flat, weren't you, when we lived there? Yeah. <clears throat> the like, the actual furniture and the furnishings of those houses are so shoddy, man. Like, see if you use yeah. like particularly strong like detergent, the floor would start to warp and shit. Like it was so wow. cheaply made. That place was horrible. And our landlord, he would just like show up at our door, and like let himself in. So we started leaving like the keys in the door. So he couldn't get his keys in the door because he would just let himself in where we're like in a fucking shower or something. Just like, dude, That's what the so fuck are you doing? Messed up. It was so like it was a proper creepo, full blown fucking creepo. It it really yeah. freaked me out, man. Uh, oh, that was that was another horrible. Uh, yeah, I just I fucking <laughs> I've not had a good time like renting and stuff. Thankfully, the place we're in now, our landlord is so fucking low key. He's so chilled out about stuff. If something is broken, he'll get somebody to fix it. But other than that, you never fucking hear from him. It's great. And it's like kind of reasonable rent for the, the area the we area. live in. The rent around here, man. Holy shit. It blows my mind when I mm-hmm. see other other flats going up for rent on like our street. And I'm just like, 
I really hope our landlord doesn't catch wind and start charging us that because we straight up will not be able to afford to live here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's let's hope he stays sound for a bit longer. Yeah, I mean, we would also like to get to a point where we can go and and buy our own places. We've got the two kids are sharing a room, and uh, Luna's definitely getting to the age where she wants her own space. Um, but I mean, uh, yeah. we're also just thinking it, it could also just be a phase because Mac is in that particular stage just now where he is just a complete full-blown menace. Like, he doesn't leave you alone. And I think Luna's genuinely just like, I just need some space. <laughs> I just need to get away from him for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> we can all relate to that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it would be nice to get our own place. It's like a, a three-bed to give them their own space and stuff, but... It's just if it's in the cards, if it works out, we'll hopefully get to that point. But we're not stressing out about it. We're quite comfortable where we are. Everything's close by. The school's right next to us and stuff. So it's it's ideal where we are. But I think there will come a point where we're like, oh, it's just too small. Just can't do it anymore. Yeah. yeah, and it will be as the kids get bigger. You know, they kind of determine everything right now. Which... Yeah, yeah. Like we're living our entire, until we turn like 46 and then they're old enough to fucking move out, then... I mean, uh, how old will Mac be when I'm 46? So how old am I right now? Be 28. 28. Mac, Mac will be two soon. So 46 is... I can't even do that math. Yeah, he'll be about 18 at 46. So fuck off. Get your own house, mate. Yeah. So by the time I'm, no, that's fair by time I'm 50, I'll say by the time I'm 50, I'm hoping my kids will be comfortable enough to be moving out. I wouldn't force them out. I would never do that. But then I'll I have would. like... I definitely 50. would. <laughs> Get the fuck out, man! Get out! <laughs> <laughs> and then I've got a good solid, like, I don't know. I don't know. I might, I might make it to my 70s. So i got another good solid 20-odd years in me. Couldn't think of anything worse. What, getting old? Eleven. Just no thanks. <laughs> Not anymore. Can't do it. <laughs> as soon as possible. Please Try to check out. out, please. Take me out. Oh. <laughs> oh Jesus. Oh fuck. We we are over an hour already. That felt very fast. That uh, disappeared very quickly. Um, it did. That was that was good. Um, we'll just. I don't know. Just thanks everyone for listening. Uh, please continue. What's the what's the three things like follow share subscribe and and save and do all the things please? Yeah, that like follow and subscribe. That's the <laughs> that's the one. That's the one. <laughs> Tickle that little nice. bell icon on YouTube, you know, so you get the notes, <laughs> the notifications. <laughs> Need to write some stuff down. But, uh, I mean, we we've just speaking of the YouTube. I know it's not people aren't going to sit in front of a. a a little blank picture for an hour um we would like to get to the point where if the numbers start going up and we do get good reaction that we'll we'll start doing a video pod as well to go alongside the recordings um but we'll mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. We'll gauge it as we go along and that'll probably be i don't think we would do it in the in the circumstances we're doing just now i don't think we would do it if we could do this every week where we're in the same room then we would try and set it up so we could do a video and and have like yeah, mud, mud but, wrestling and shit. Yeah, we are still finding our feet, so you know yeah. we're getting there. It'll all come in due but, time. Yes, but yeah, right. cool. So go. like, like, follow, and subscribe, and all that shit. And uh, 
Gary is going to take off and I'll just sit here and, and say the Cheerios. Um, thank you for listening. We have been Dead Friends and we'll speak to you next week. Love you so much. Love you, man.